Yo, it's your boy Davies, man. What's up? This is Karen Civil. Quincy Harris, media expert. Literally speaking. In Philly. Literally speaking. The hottest podcast in Philly, man. You know they the lit kings. Shout out to my niggas, literally speaking, out of Philly. These niggas, some young, some young balls on the come up. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with that, man. And time flies, literally speaking, podcast. Hey, with my man right now, Charlamagne the God. Yo, yo, what's yo, going on? Yo, yo, in the middle of book trapping. You know, you know how it go. Yeah. Okay. Swallow two six seven. I'm standing right here with literally speaking, man. The Lick Kings, these young cats. Everywhere I go, they there, man. They doing their thing. I'm Wallow two six seven once again. Lick Kings, and it's just like that. Listen, man, it's the one only Mr. Thanksgiving DJ drama, and you're rocking with Literally Speaking Podcast. Holla at me. What up, what up? It's your boy, Lenny West from Rock Nation. Whenever you're child to Literally Speaking Podcast. Hi, yo, this your boy, NRE, and right now we Literally Speaking. Literally Speaking, you motherfuckers. And we with the Lit Kings, goddammit. We doing what the fuck we gotta do. Rock it back! We got it lit! How everybody can, my angles. My angles is looking good. We ready, we ready, we ready, man. What the fuck go. is going on? What the fuck is going on? Start it off right. Start this shit off right, man, because, you know what I mean? If you was there the other night. There's a lot, a lot of disrespect that I talked to Mariah personally. She wasn't feeling it. She gave me the, she gave me the green light to play any, any one of her records. So I played any one? Any one. I couldn't decide, so I picked two of them. This is the first one. I remember when you used to be mine. You might remember. I remember that, and you know what I did to that, right? I did this. When Joe Bubba said, niggas wasn't outside. I would do anything because my heart's too Yeah, right. Ozzy, that's crazy. Like, how are you definitely playing? Track from your losing round, even though it's a good jump. Definitely, bro. Bro, speak, speak that shit for me. Hey, yo, what song? What song came right after that? What song came after that? That did not come after that. That did not come after that. Yo, smoke screaming out here. Yo. Episode one twenty three, literally speaking, podcast. I'm Tom Flash. Sound kind of low over there, Mr. Hey, Tom, you sound kind of low. Oh, oh, you sounding kind of low, man. Hey, yo, hey, yo, pause real quick, yo, real quick, yo, real quick, yo. I'm about to put this dog up, yo, my bad. Back at it, I'm right back at it. Episode 123, right back at it. Like, I go by the name Tom Flies, reigning champion of the R&B battle. See, that's, and that's, and that's, that's uh, the fucking cat we talking about, yo. Self-proclaimed, you know what I'm Yo, definitely self, definitely self-proclaimed. Definitely. Don't push yourself, man. Definitely. Man, you got Boosie 152, the winner, the champ, the real champ. You won winning with 2000 R- R&B battle. You ain't winning playing R. Kelly, the greatest ex. Now that, 
My you, friend. you know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy though? But hold on, you know what's crazy though? When you up so much, you just throw you just throw one. You just start you, you just start throwing shit out there. Too much. You yeah, you was up. I just, you I was just up three one. You had three one lead and then you lost four two after that. <laughs> yeah, you let this nigga pull up some brown shit on you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey bro, that that John, I don't care what nobody said. That was a good song. That was a good song. To you, yeah. I understand. Oh, we know. It. We I know you felt the song. It. I understand in it. But either either way, I still win though. You can't tell me off that last song. Oh yeah. No, I won, bro. I won. Yo, listen, you gonna introduce yourself before we go ahead and get into it. Yeah, man. Gonna fly, Mr. Two Wise, Mr. Whatchamacallit, Macaulay Coking, all that good stuff, man. Also, uh, honorary uh, judge and referee of the battle. <laughs> that we that we didn't agree on before the battle, but cool, I guess. But, yeah, man, I, I, I'll show you my scorecards. I'll tell you my scorecards. I mean, the boots. Yeah, you won. You, you, won out of the, you won out of the how many people was watching. Who? Oh. I told, I told yeah, Hov, listen, listen, now my scorecard, my scorecard, I had you win, I had Tom win by one. I did win, but go ahead. You did. You my did. scorecard right had Tom battle, win by one. That. Now the consensus of, you know what I mean, of what, what's been coming back from DMs and even how they voted on my joint, said Boosie. Now, I mean that that could be like hometown on, bias because you know we we on this side, but who knows? You know what I'm saying all that matters different issue. So Boosie on some Saint shit. You mean oh it's a pass interference? They ain't call it da da da. Run it back. Nigga, you play some shit from '97, my nigga. No, <laughs> he, did. he did. He played that mission. No, you 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 played that you played that. Yo, Drew Hill the show. First of all, that Tom, Drew Hill you lost. Tom, stop. Thank you. Thank you, bro. You lost, I knew bro. it, bro. When he That's played funny. the Drew that Hill, bro, I knew that. I put that shit up in there. I was like, nah, I nigga, knew that wasn't two thousand. I knew that wasn't two thousand. Because believed it was I knew it. That's why I didn't play. <laughs> Bro, that's right. You know, that's why I linked in because I knew that wasn't 2000 because I looked up Drew Hill. You think I wasn't going to put that in my fucking playlist? You think I wasn't going to have Drew Hill in my playlist? I Hello. looked it up and knew the car facts on that already. Like, I don't think that's 2000s. I had the fact checking, man. I was like, sure enough, that shit was 97. I knew the car facts. Sure enough, that shit was 97. I knew the car facts on that. Hold up. We're going to double check oh. this. You can double check it, my nigga. I already checked it. Double, it's check, it. double check it. Yo, double check it. I've been in love. And Tom keep trying to time say, and then Tom keep trying to say Mace, like Mace wasn't overtime. Mace didn't have nothing to do with our battle. That was an overtime joint. We were just rocking. I said, fuck, we're just gonna keep on going. I just played the Mace joint to keep the party going. Bro, your ass was too drunk. Okay. Tell me. I mean, not tell me. We're not making love no more. Was on the Drew Hill hits album in two thousand five, officially. That's the list. No, nigga. Drew, Drew Hill, Hill hits. hits album greatest hits, nigga. Two thousands. <laughs> yes, their bro, greatest stop, hits bro, album, stop, nigga. Bro, the official stop, release bro, of the stop, song bro. was in ninety seven. Stop, On their bro. album. Stop, bro. You full of shit. Into the dragon or some shit, bro. shit, nigga. Fuck you talking about. You full of shit. Cause if that was the case, I'd have played fucking Maya and Cisco in that motherfucker. Where's that? And then that shit rock. It's not on and the album. This nigga Baltimore. It's he not on Baltimore. Album. You think he don't know about Cisco and them? Bro, that song is not on That song is not on none of their albums. Drew Hill, 1996. Bro. Not bro. there. 
Into the Drew, 1998? Not there. Drew World Order, 2002? Not there. What song is that? We're Not Making Love Anymore? Yeah. They say the only thing that's available is, is the his album in 2005. Technically the 2000s. Look, bro. No, bro. You, they put it on their greatest hits album, bro. That was a fucking single, bro. That was a fucking single. That's that's one of the singles they let out with after like sleeping in my bed and shit, bro. He still like, plays some no. That was a part of their rollout. <laughs> Tom, I beat you, bro. You ain't win, yo. I, bro, this. every song, every bro. song that you play, bro, I beat you. I beat you, bro. My playlist. I, can I make it quick? I'll make it quick like for the fucking oh, in, in the first quarter. What? Bro, it was what? so so so. I was up 4-0. I was, bro, I was smashing you in the beginning. In those jeans. It was nothing you could do. It was nothing you could do. You played. Hey, you Boosie. Play, Boosie. Yo, Mirror. Hold up, I hold played up. Official, official release, Drew Hill. We're not making love. 1997 on the Soul Food album. So there you go. Soundtrack. Job. There, there you go. Soundtrack. Thank you. I Where told you it was a at? single, bro. It was a Where part of the internet, man. Back, back in the day, back in the day, you had to do a little bit more for your rollout. It wasn't just, hey, I can do a whole bunch of shit. Like you had to spread your songs out to get heard back then. Like, you know what I mean? Fuck all that. Good battle. I won. <laughs> My people. I won. won. I so, won. Your people think you won. It is what it is. Yo man. Yo, man. Listen, man. Listen, I, I just said y'all put on a good show for the people, though. Not going to hold you. It was, it was definitely, definitely, far definitely as me, as far as me and other people that I talked to, it was very entertaining, surprisingly entertaining. For some of them, they didn't know some of y'all niggas was as funny as y'all was yesterday. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Boosie was in his motherfucking bag. You know what I mean? You know I mean? You had people pouring out the bottles and shit like that. You know what I mean? Shout <laughs> out to the people who joined the live that were showing love. Everybody that was in the live, though, was like, like, Participative, like talking shit, like everybody. You know I mean, whether they was bidding or they liked the songs not, or whatever, like that. Yo, you know what I mean? Shout out to the big, the big, the big ones that came through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some, like, some, 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 some notable folks came through in that joint too. Like I do want to actually talk about the battle outside of me and Tom going in. Like I'm not even gonna lie, it definitely was Tom. Like bro, like that was definitely an entertaining experience. Like I never did no shit like that. I didn't even think we was going to have a good turnout like that. But, like, I didn't even know, dog. Like, I really didn't know it was going to turn out like that, bro. Like, I really didn't know. And, and this you know is how why. it is. You, you know how it is. Hold on. You know how, like, when you go, I don't know. I never really, like, I played sports and shit like that, right? But basically, right before <laughs> I entered the battle, my little brother said, nigga, you better be entertaining, bro. He's like, yeah, you better not just play music. You better be in your bag and shit like that. So it's like he gave me the, 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 I don't know, like That's ammo. Talking. Yeah, the ammo to really come in and, I guess, give a show at the same time of playing the music. And I got lit, bro. Like, I really don't remember oh, what we happened. Know. We know. Like, oh, we know. I don't know. We know. We know Teddy, Sean, Garrett, Boosie, okay? We watched it. We watched it live. <laughs> You watched it live. Like, yeah, I got lit. And I and thank everybody who, who came through. We traveled from my live to Tom Live to Tom Live to Lit King Live. And everybody participated and was just following. And I'm not gonna lie, after after it was all said and done, a lot of people didn't 
Like, you know, this and this is where it comes into people having to know all of us. Everybody didn't know Tom's page or didn't know we went to Tom's page or everybody didn't know we went from Tom's page to Nick King's page. So it was a lot of people who did actually want to follow, but I'm glad for everybody who did show up. You know what I mean? And it definitely was some notable people. I was like, oh shit. Afterwards, you like can like see some of the people who like sort of came through and things like that. And it was sort of some people in there, man. And this is why I just want to say, and this is why I said, yo, let's make this battle as entertaining as possible. Let's kick the 2010s crap. Let's just strictly do 2000s because more people are you going to want to hear that than they are going to want to hear two different eras. So let's go ahead. You get that. Let's give Tom his flowers real quick because Tom, you always want to, you all got that. You know what? You get it, bro. You get it. No, I got it, nigga. That nigga was scared of losing. I ain't trying to hear that shit. It wouldn't have been a, he lost anyway. He lost it wouldn't have been a fair battle. It wouldn't have been a fair anyway. battle. He lost right. anyway. It but, been, but, but I do agree with you. It probably definitely wouldn't have been fair though. Like I ain't gonna hold you because exactly. some of them joins like you, you like like it's a, it's a different because when, when when songs age, they take you back to a place in time or where you exactly at, what you was doing, different things like that. And nigga. It, it, it probably took you way further back. Now nah, I'm I'm being smart. That was one of my little young boy jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Tom surprised me <laughs> when he pulled the fucking jersey out, dog. Yo, when Tom pulled right. the jersey, hold up, like nigga, how did you pull it out that fast? So you day. already was prepped. I already had it ready. I had to lay it out on the bed the first day of school was tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, Tom, he was ready. This shit ready. He was ready. I had the band aid. I had to had to edit it. Do some little. You mean? If we gonna if we gonna be in the two thousands, I wanted to feel like the aura gotta be like two thousands. You know what I'm saying? Where was you at? What were niggas so, wearing when this shit came out? You know I mean niggas so was wearing Tom, that in the traded all video? So I wanted to feel like that. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, how how did now between me and you, like you know, and the people, how did you feel about the battle? Did you expect for me to come the way I did? Like how? I, did, like, I definitely. I knew it was some shit that we probably was going to share. Like I said, you see my track list. My shit was 101 songs long. The hardest part is not the hardest part not picking the songs. It's about trimming it down to just 20. Because yes, it's like, yes, 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 all, yes. You can yes. play all these songs at certain points in the battle, but you got to be prepared. Like, I wasn't going to play Usher Superstar as my first song, but I had to come out back at in those jeans. So I'm like, damn, I wasn't even expecting this shit to come out. So I'm like, oh, I got to go to my heavy hitters real quick. I got all my three heavy hitters I had was that. I had the Beyonce Dangerously in Love in the Tuck that I did. I ended up making it to the last with that, John. And I had a uh, Mariah Carey song I, I really I didn't end up playing anyway. I switched it last second. And I'm like, man, it's okay. a, a, a typical song, Billboard song that everybody, you mean? So fuck it. I'm going to just go ahead and play some, play some B side shit that's still like on a classic album and it still rings all to this day. But um, it was definitely, definitely entertaining battle, man. Shout out to everybody that was that tuned in. Um, like like Gunna said, that that uh, that was engaging in the in the conversation. I had people hitting me after like, "Yo, get back on live. I need y'all to do this again." Yada yada yada. That's, and that's, that's all. That's really all it was about. Outside of the win, obviously, mm-hmm. but putting on an entertaining battle for the people, people that want to come watch and right. listen and just get back. You know, I fuck with this song. Let me add this to my. I seen that a couple times. Let me add this to my playlist. I forgot about this. And yada yada yada. That was like mo- the main part of the battle to me, just in- uh, engaging and interacting with the people. Um, let them know that, yo, listen, yeah, we 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 for the people too. You know what I'm saying so, definitely, definitely a good battle. But um, we might have to run down that track list and see like uh, how it turned out because back and forth is like I don't know. 
Yeah, like, but on some real shit, I didn't. Like some of some of your songs, I was like, "Damn, this nigga." I had to beat you to "Why Don't We Fall in Love" because I knew you had it, nigga. You know which one you really hit me with? The A Marie. Yeah, why don't we? When, fall, why don't yeah, fall yes, bro. When you when you played that, I was like, "Fuck, that was all my joy." So like, I man, we definitely had a good time, bro. We definitely had a good time. And it definitely like. No bullshit though. It was showing the difference. Even though you, you know, you say like, yeah, we all you like, yo, I'm from that era as well and things like that. But and some of the song selections and how I was coming and how you was coming, you could tell. Yeah, Ray J, One Wish. Yeah, like yeah, you know I mean, we was coming, we was coming different, different ways. You know what I'm saying? Different ways. But then at certain times, I was trying to go left. You like, hold up, nigga, what? I was like, oh shit, this nigga coming, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm an R&B nigga at heart, man. I'm an R&B nigga at heart, man. That's my shit. Yo, yeah, man. Yeah. Same here, bro. Yeah, man. So now, bro, definitely good battle, man. For, for some reason, the winner or whatever had to face Gunner. I don't know why Gunner was the next whatever. I don't know. I don't know how he even put <laughs> yeah. himself in that position to be. Because Gunner, Gunner just want to be like, like fuck Gunner. Like, hold up, yo, we can't forget me. But the invitation stands, like I said. If niggas ain't want to do R&B, you can go ahead and do some regular... First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, this is where, this is where... Hold on, hold on, Gunner, before you even respond, bro, real quick. <laughs> this is where the bullshit comes in. How is it you? Like, why is we not niggas going up against you? Like, how do we know you because won this battle? You can't say I won and then be like, you yeah, know, nah, never mind, you didn't win. It's, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Mr. Tuwai said that himself. This this is crazy, man. I won this battle, bro. You ain't win with the greatest sex, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> really, bro. I would real quick. You really had everybody in the comments really just like in awe, bro. Like, yo, what the fuck is Boosie cool? Like, is this nigga he over there about to cry? I hope niggas really was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, they over there like, let him sing. Like, no, fuck no. We don't want to hear this shit. We don't want to hear this shit. Then I'm like, yo, Boosie, first verse, hook, cut it. <laughs> that shit was like eight minutes into the song. He ran it back. I'm like, oh yeah, bro. I, I, was, I wasn't that running shit was nothing back. back. I wasn't running nothing back. Only you knew that Nigga, song. You, you ran at where the party at back. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to run this back at the end of the job. Like, hey, hey where the party shit. at? That's my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, Gunner, we'll, we'll, we'll arrange that somehow. We'll go over the details later on in the podcast. But for now, we're going to keep it moving. Um, but we can stay on to uh uh the versus battle shit. Our shit not versus. Shout out to Timlin and, and, and Swiss. But it just was like a a spin off of that. <laughs> a, some, right, some right, time. right. But you see where it came from. You see where we got the um the uh, inspiration. We did have Nelly and we did have Ludacris. Um. Oh, before we, we even get to that, yo, real quick, do you think anybody else could have pulled some shit off? Like, like, like. We like I haven't seen nobody else try that outside of us. Been doing it. I've been seeing I've been seeing Bugsy go no, against he's like, doing it. I've, I've seen Bugsy go against like Lou Williams or something, like Rick Ross versus Ti or Jeezy versus Ti or something like that. I've been seeing Bugsy doing it. Um, I don't okay. know how many more people has been doing that, but I've definitely been yeah. seeing him doing it with a, a couple of people. Some of the comedians oh, been right. like some of the uh, comedians been doing like impersonation battles, all types yeah, of shit. Yeah, but when nobody wants some R and B shit, especially not a specific era of R and B. You know what I'm saying? Where all right, bet. So it's hard okay. to compete with that. We were the first ones to do it. All right, cool. For sure, we was. But um, all right, go ahead, bro. Nelly and Ludacris. 
I think when we left the podcast the other day, the consensus was that I think we all had Luda winning. Um, that was and, um, and I looked pretty evident to me that Luda did exactly what I thought he was going to do, which was take home the W. First of all, I don't know what the hell was going on in St. Louis, but my man Nelly couldn't get his Wi-Fi to act right. Yo, dog, like, well, first of all, when, when before the battle started, I went to Nelly's page first. And his shit was already acting up before he even got to Luda. Like, his shit was already acting up. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving this joint and going right to Luda. And then you could tell the difference in vibes. Like, soon you go to Luda, Joan, he got his shit in the background. Like, Luda got <laughs> the pick in his head. You get what I'm saying? Like, dog, I didn't like even know vibe. Luda grew his fro back out. Dog, he Quarantine. grew that shit out for the fucking battle. Quarantine vibes. He put some he put some do grow in his hair real quick and that shit grew it's out. You know what I mean? Like shout out to Do Grow. Only real niggas know about Do Grow in the hood back in the day. But you know what I mean? His, he, he had the pick ready. Like, man, Luda did his thing, man. For sure. For sure. Nelly, um, Nelly. Like how did y'all end up? Like, how did y'all end up scoring it at the end? Like, was it closer than you thought, or was it just Luda? It was a runaway. It was actually tell you the truth. That's that's what I was more so surprised at. I was more so surprised that it being as uh, lump sided as it was. Wow! Like, damn, you lopsided, wow. lopsided. Yeah, you said why? Because, bro, like, nigga, I, I like, granted, like, you know, Luda got them Jones, but like, like, nigga, let's not sleep on Nelly. And like I said, like before, before we like literally, I think before we really put out that like. We was like rocking with Luda. I think a lot of the consensus was like on the side of Nelly, and then it was like all of a sudden you just started seeing throughout the week Luda started trending upward. Like, no, nah, no, nah, like niggas is sleeping on Luda. Luda went from the underdog to actually the superior nigga at the end of it. I think anybody with a sense of like um some type of music, like I mean, not that it's not a downplay Nelly because Nelly is a legend. I do fuck with Nelly too, but. When I, as soon as I heard it, I just knew it was Luda in a, in a runaway. Like it just, it, it sounded. It was a runaway. battle. Yes, bro. Yes. I, once Luda crossed over into features, what? That's my tweet too. Once Luda crossed over into features, yo. Luda, and Luda, when they started playing feet, that's when you knew Nelly, Nelly didn't have nothing. That's when you knew Nelly really didn't have nothing because Nelly kept on trying to play a bunch of features and shit like that. And like shit was. And then Nelly so didn't Nelly even play. He didn't even play. Um. Uh, here I am in his twenty. How don't that make the cut in your 20? Yo. Here can I we am. admit to something? Can we admit what, to something? What is here I am? Come on, man. No, can no. Like, remind song? me of what is here I am. I can't I can't go off the name of the song. The Rick Ross? Like, only certain songs you can go off the name. But, like. Yo. I ain't going to lie, yo. Can we admit to something, yo? What? That tip drill is actually trash. It is. We just like the video. Tip drill is actually trash, dog. When he played that shit and I was listening and I'm trying to get to so I'm listening like this shit is actually corny and shit. So special right here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He played that, bro. He played that? He played it in OT. He didn't play it but in the 20s. I got that much as dollars I can spend them on her. No, he played that in the 20s, bro. Because uh what what Luda played? Cause niggas commented said this low key should have been. I seen Fab comment said this should have been in your twenties, low key. Ain't no low key, nigga, high key. Damn, 
He played it in the twenty. He played like his twenty second song. I don't understand because played- Nelly was playing some bullshit after they did their twenty. He because uh because Luda had to go like he had to go like three songs in because fucking Nelly was uh, playing Nelly number bullshit through up. the whole fucking battle. Fuck that. Nelly playing number bullshit through the whole battle. Every time I thought Nelly, Nelly was playing had a personal w? favorites and shit, every time turned into the Erica Badu no, versus Joe Scott yo, battle at the yo, end. Yo, yo, that shit started getting so fucking corny. Luda had to big him up off of every song he played. Like yo, man, you know what? Yo, you did a diamond, man. You the best, man. You the best, yo, yo, Nelly, man. Twenty. Man, that shit was trash, yo. That shit was trash, yo. That shit was trash. Now that I think about it, I wouldn't it, go that far. Shit was trash, man. I wouldn't go that far. Right, right. yo, yo. Because Nelly was playing some shit. That shit was trash. Nelly was playing some shit. It's just that I knew what that every play? time I think, every time something came on. Yo, what did he play? What you mean he played uh, Ride With Me? I thought he had a W. When he played Dilemma, I thought he had a W. Um, Dilemma, he won that round by the fall. What, Dilemma? Yeah, you that man, man. Man. Oh, I think really? I wouldn't. You play oh. That shit was like that shit was like the fucking Mike Tyson fight. Man. You play oh. By Sierra, Luda played that. He ain't, he ain't played oh to follow up dilemma though. He ain't played oh to follow up dilemma. Now what? Damn, what else did he play? Let he, then he played the Rock the Mike remix. I didn't even know it existed. I didn't know that existed either. I'm not even gonna lie, yo. Yeah. What? How said damn. I'm so filthy. I didn't even, Gunna, I didn't even Gunna, hear this version Gunna, in my Gunna, life. Gunna, when that joint came, when he played that joint, I was lit like, but I was like, I don't think I heard this joint. I never heard it. Yeah, bro. You don't remember the Nelly fucking Rock the Mic remix, bro? I must have oh, been too nah, man. I must have been too young. Y'all about to make me go to that shit, man. No, we heard don't it, go man. to it, bro. Don't go to it. We heard it, bro. <laughs> we heard, heard it. it yeah. For the first time. We don't need you, yeah. We don't For the need first time, nigga. Too. That was like the my. And then they, my, t- they were talking about re-releasing the song and shit. And yeah, make that shit go number the, number one again. The uh the uh the shaky money maker John. Mm-hmm. The, the, a low key a, a low key banger that Ludacris dropped out later on in his career. Like you know what I mean, you think that like, can go number can't really one follow again? Up too much after that. No, let me real. I don't know about going number one again. Not in this era. Mm-mm. They're like, yo, let's go number one again. I don't know, man. All in yo, all. Yo, 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 yo. They feeling too crazy when they see them, them numbers in the live. They're like, yeah. That's 600,000. Yo, and that's what I was starting to think, yo, yo. Some of these lives is going to, like, make motherfuckers, is going to gas some motherfuckers up a little so bit. So they did hit 600? It was, at, it was at five and some change, I think. Yeah, was at, that's uh, what I was, was like, hold they, on. They, 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 they didn't break 450. They was trying to, they was trying to break 450. They broke four fifty. They ain't break four fifty, bro. Bro, they broke four fifty. I don't think they got the five k because Luda kept on saying even towards the end, yo, let's try to get this motherfucker up to five k. Yeah, but it was at four fifty. Five hundred k. That's what I'm saying. They 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 got to like four fifty. Like I don't think they either way past the four fifty. Either way, it was a W for for the for them two, Nelly and Ludacris for us the uh, viewership. Um, definitely for Swiss and Timberland. Put on yet another uh, intriguing, interesting battle. Um, even though I kind of picked my winner and kind of knew where it was going to go with it, which has been happening a lot in most of these um, versus battles. Um, definitely still want to see it. Definitely. So shout out to Ludacris and Nelly. Um, like I said, Nelly, Ludacris was one of my favorite rappers growing up. So I was kind of biased there anyway. So I knew Luda catalog already. Um, so yeah. Both of them was my guy. Well, since Both we of them uh, just, was my you know, guy. since we just. Uh, you know, just before we get off the versus battles, um, 
Snoop Dogg again. Snoop been keep on throwing ideas out there. How do y'all feel about his latest idea? Did y'all hear it? No. But him versus, versus Jay-Z? No, 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 no. Not even that. We not even no 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 no. It was um <laughs> he said he said he would like to see Ice Cube. I mean not Ice Cube. Or oh, was no I think it was Ice Cube. It was Ice Cube versus LL Cool J. I don't wanna see that. That's where I bow out. Why is Cube going to do when LL play uh, Love You Better? Yeah, LL got too many joints, man. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Gunner, or, or was it Ice-T? Even worse. <laughs> I was about to say that might even be of, worse. It was one of the Ice. I don't fucking know. Ice Cube might got it. Ice Cube got a fighting chance because but, Ice Cube can play shit that he wrote. All that, you know what I'm saying? So that could go from all the easy. No, shit no, 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 no. You can't play what you wrote. No, I got LL. No, 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 I got no, 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 no. That's what niggas was doing, bro. Like I got uh, LL in a no, runaway. No, 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 no. Fucking baby hey, face. Yo, gotta, hold gotta, on, gotta, gotta, bro, no, no. bro, 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 bro. That was different. That was different. That was pause, 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 bro, pause, bro. This is how they versus battles have been going. If you have anything to do with the song, like whether if you wrote it, produced it. In some way, shape, or form, this is what niggas have been doing. So the, I'm saying I don't know to the degree of what they would center they their rules around or whatever like that. But technically, if he wrote the song and he has a part of the song, he can play that shit. Baby face, no, fucking little it. John. That is, he's, he's not a songwriter. He's not a songwriter. He's a songwriter. He's an artist. So you that you're a part of. On, that is producer battles. That's producers and songwriters only. If you're an artist, then you have to play something that you're on or that you... Yeah. So Teddy Riley and Babyface are not artists. They play well, shit that... But that was a producer They play what? They played songs that they were on and also songs that, that was the producer, a producer battle. Right but that was a more of a producer battle, though. Like, they was playing no, producer, producer battles is like Manny Fresh and, and Scott Storch. When you are a song... When you are a song producer, you can play shit that you... You written for motherfuckers, bro. That's why Erica Badu pulled the chess move and played the Jill Scott shit before she played it because she no, no, but but she sung that song though. No, she sung that song though. You get what I'm saying? That's why she played it. Cool. Wait, even if that is the rule, even if that is the rule, though, we we trying to bend the rules of how we want it to look. But this is what I'm saying. Far as what I've been seeing, the same rule should apply to Ice Cube and them. You know what I'm saying? And Either even way. if so. Either way. What what Ice Cube gonna do when, when LL drop heads from? They call him Big Ellie. Bro, nigga fucking uh uh what's the joint? Um Um Yeah, what's the joint? <sighs> the shit what is that Kim? Uh they call me the Come on, man. They don't even call him Big play, Ellie. They gonna it. play West Side Connection? No. What's the job? Oh, y'all, 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 y'all fucking. The fuck is Ice Cube gonna gonna play? I ain't gonna Uh, lie, Ice Cube got a few joints. I'm not gonna disrespect him, but he's not fucking LL Cool J. Oh, wait, 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 Boosie, you fuck with Ice Cube? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I I agree, but I'm playing that was Fuck with Ice Cube, you don't have to what he did to you. You right, yo. Fuck that nigga Ice Cube, yo. Fuck that nigga Ice Cube, yo. LL's gonna rock that nigga. Yo. What's the oh? What's the I forgot about that shit too, man. Yeah. Yay, yay. What's that tone? What's that tone? Oh, L one, bro. L then L gonna play doing it right after. Then what? 
He can play. Uh, 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 today was a good day, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? Doing it well. Okay. Yo, today was a good day is a guaranteed win. Whatever he played. He lied hey, in it. He didn't what get about, no fucking about, triple double. He didn't get no triple double in the park, bro. What about what about uh uh mama said knock you out? Uh nigga, he can no fucking Vaseline? play fucking no Vaseline. Fucking get him out of here. Shit. Get him out of here. Anyway, Check yourself before you wreck yourself. What about nigga? I need a girl? What are you gonna play if I if you say I need a girl? Oh, no, look, exactly. look, 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 cute. <laughs> Let's see, exactly. we're gonna move along. We're gonna move along because we got some more uh, uh, important, not not to say not important, but we'll come up with uh, other ideas for the versus battles. Um, like I said, but definitely shout out to them. I'm, I'm yeah. interested in next. You about, nigga? Um, yo, Ice Cube ain't got 20. Let's he get got 20 for L. Let's get on some podcast, shit, man. Let's get on some podcast, shit, man. I forgot about this. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all don't make me feel cute. What y'all talking about? Hey, yo, L, L will smoke that shit, yo. Don't put your back into it. <laughs> Come on, now. Hey, yo, don't don't let Ice Cube go first, too. Yo, don't let him go first, because LL no, definitely no, no. Gonna by right, me. By right, in that battle, you would have to let LL go first. <laughs> Because you got to give Cube time to get his shit together. Cube been doing movies and shit. Like, yo, he got to get his shit together. Let him get his discography, all that shit back in order. He going to be like, are we there yet? Like, no. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right let's switch gears real quick, man. We got to get on some podcast shit, man. We had a, um, we had a slight... A slight um. <sighs> What's, what's the word? What's the word I want to put here? We had we had a, a, a slight little issue in, in within the podcast community, man. Uh, a couple of days miscommunication. Ago. Yeah, that too. That too. Let me and and, and it really like kind of hit a nerve, struck a nerve with me. But I'm a, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Um, I'm gonna just play some of the. I'm gonna just play some of it if I can find it. Uh, because I don't want to. First of all, both sides, or are you gonna play the one side? I'm gonna play both sides. You gotta play both sides. Hold on, I screenshot it. Y'all talk real quick while I, we'll find out where this shit was at. Well, you know what he's talking about. You know, like this was this came out of nowhere for me too, because when I heard the episode, I didn't think nothing of it. You get what I'm saying? And then the reaction of it was just way left. Left. Definitely way left. And then the reaction after the reaction. Like the, even the, more the follow up. Yeah, the follow-up was, was was questionable. But go ahead. You, you I found it. Up. If you don't know, Gilly got on Instagram and uh reacted to something he heard uh in the Joe Budden podcast. Uh to where as though if you listen to the Joe Budden podcast, if you're an avid listener of the Joe Budden podcast, then you know. How much they how much they advocate for the podcast community and people not getting fucked in deals and just trying to make sure the creatives come out on top and everything they do they do, um, and so they were speaking to me. It sounded like they not only did they say we don't have all the information to this and we're just speaking hypothetical and we're also just going off of you know how it looks, 
Um, so don't, you know, don't charge us, don't take any credence to this. Um, and then they went on and spoke on how the situation could have played out if Gilly decided to do this or if Dev decided to do that. If you don't know who Dev is, Dev used to be a part of me and I was with a game podcast um, with Gilly and Wallow uh, before him and Gilly had some issues and that he's no longer a part of the podcast. Uh, and they spoke on that situation and were saying that, well, if this would have happened, how how would have y'all would have done it or handled that situation if you was Gilly or if you was Dev? So it was kind of like a hypothetical situation. And I think Gilly kind of I don't know how did he how he missed that part because I found it when I was listening to it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, just, and let it play. <laughs> Turn it up, bro. Wait, that's not it. You gotta turn it up. I know. Hold up one second, y'all. Shout to reps next. Definitely yeah, shout to reps next. Shout, shout out to everybody. Spotify. Yo, make sure y'all check out that playlist if y'all haven't yet, man. We got some artists on there that's 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 doing some amazing things here in the city, man. Check out the playlist. We're going to be updating that thing monthly. We build something dope. We, you know what I'm saying? We got it to a level to where we can probably take care of ourselves and, you know, but have you know a, a better living. I, I'm going to tell you, some artists that as soon as the money come, now we want to keep it all. Yeah. Like, now we don't want to cut. How do we change that? <laughs> How do we keep this? Yeah. But that's kind of grimy. But I think that every... I think every... All right. Hundred and eleven minutes. All right, I'm trying to find this part. Listen, I had a screen inside it, but it ain't I don't know why it ain't coming up to the part. But basically everything I just explained was basically what it was. Um but then Rory even said don't don't pull me on this because I don't know all the information. I'm just speaking on uh this situation that Joe has brought to the table. Um so then Gilly reaction was just like I'm gonna go ahead and play Gilly reaction and y'all just tell me how y'all thought about it when y'all first heard it. So I'm sitting in the crib, minding my business. I'm getting a bunch of acts. Yo, go check out Joe Button's podcast. They on there talking about y'all. They on there. And I go on there and y'all talking a bunch of false shit. First, let's start off with you, Rory. Talking about, yeah, because this is, if this is something that they all started together, nigga, we didn't start this together. I started giving out a million dollars worth of game in 2012. And every year after that, people were saying, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. You need a podcast. We talk about something we started out together. Then you talking about no because they when they started they was on SoundCloud, nigga. We look like SoundCloud rappers, do you, nigga? Huh? Yeah, because because when they first started out, they wasn't getting no money, nigga. Who? If you go back to our second episode, we had sponsors. What is you niggas on there talking about, Joe? But you talk about yeah because the first eighty nine shows, we only sixty shows in. What is you niggas talking about, man? Talking about, yeah, because they used his facility for free. No, the fuck we didn't. We went there and asked that man, how much do you want to record our podcast in here every month? And we paid that nigga each and every month. And we paid that nigga for live shows. What is you niggas talking about, man? Hmm? Rory talk about, excuse me, if I'm saying something that, you know, ain't the truth, then excuse me. No, if you saying something that ain't the truth, then you ain't supposed to speak on it with your bitch ass. Because let's be for real, Rory. Your funky ass ain't nothing but a Joe Button's coattail rider. 
you hopped on the back of his trench coat and took the ride. Why is you speaking on shit that you don't know about? So, oh, they started out on SoundCloud. Nigga, SoundCloud. Nigga, the first episode we ever put out was number two in the country behind Joe Rogan, not Joe Buttons. Don't ever get us fucked up. So y'all keep talking for the college kids and y'all keep talking for, for the suburbians. We the streets, nigga. We come from a whole different cloth than y'all niggas. Y'all niggas is rayon. We Egyptian cotton, nigga. But sick. And I'm going to go ahead and end it there before we go too far. Now, tell me y'all initial reaction to hearing that rant. Uh, what that response you got? Well, <clears throat> at first I was upset with Gilly because he didn't even need to do all that. Like, all that wasn't called for. I don't think it was called for. I really believe, like he said, the people baited him into doing that because obviously he didn't hear what was going on. He probably just heard whatever clip or whatever he probably heard. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I didn't like how he was going so hard, so hard on Lord. Like that's the part that I that I ain't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause first, cause before, and again, I respect their podcast. They're paving a way for Philly podcasts and things like that. But again, you know, like I just didn't respect how he was going so hard on Aurora over him just 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 having a um a conversation. Yeah, hypothetical hypothetical conversation. And they was bringing up shit that they was going through in their podcast with it, talking about money situations and things like that. So they were just having a conversation. So that was that was another thing. And then with them stating about how, you know, they for the streets and it, it was just a lot in that, you know, that he was saying in his joint. Like, but again, I can't sit here and say I'm not I, I don't understand where he's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like me. If I was to hear motherfuckers talking shit about my podcast, you know, Boosie going in, I'm going crazy. Like, you know me, I'm going straight off the fucking gun. But it's just how he went about it. Like, that shit was just corny in my eyes. I think that shit was corny. Uh, I more so feel like, I mean, Gilly has to now adjust to being a media personality now. Officially stamping himself as the as a media personality. Um, when you are somebody now that is now making your wave through through media and different things like that, even as a rapper, you already expose yourself to being a public figure and exposed to critiques. And that's a part of the game. That's what it is. I mean, um, Anything that you do that garnish that that garnish you to get rewards or stats or notoriety from it, people are going to talk and have a opinion. You know what I'm saying? This is the reason why your product is is out there. Like people either gonna like it or don't like it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna yay or nay it or whatever. Um so even when it now 
his more so reaction is more so because they're talking about to him personal, like more so personal basis things and niggas money and different things like that. And as niggas that are like, not saying they're industry mates, but you know what I mean? As Gilly as being a successful rapper at one point in time. And so is Joe Buttons industry, knowing industry stuff and whatever, and being a part of that business or whatever like that, knowing that like, okay, certain things you're not supposed to talk about. I feel like that's why he went so hard on Rory uh in a way because a lot of times even if you notice with um Charlemagne's uh situation with uh his his other uh co-host uh what's his name notes or something like that uh Schultz or something but whatever niggas tend to go harder on like the white co-hosts because they feel like one they're benefiting off of what he's saying riding the coattails of their black successful counterparts and being entered into our culture now. So I, I feel like that's where his like kind of like reaction is more so based towards. But I just think he just more so got to just like adjust. But that's to where that. you see, that's where he start contradicting himself because he's trying to speak on shit he don't even know about. Talking about Rory is riding Joe Button's coattail when all along. Joe Button states niggas wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for them. You get what I'm saying? Like, Rory didn't, like, rot, like, hop in it because Joe Button thought of this idea. No, that was a collective idea. A collective right. thing that they said, yo, we're going to start this podcast. It wasn't, oh, Joe Button and his friends. The origin of the podcast. Even, and they had that conversation the other day, too. They had that conversation, too, saying that, like, you know what I mean? Like, could niggas stand on their own without Joe Buttons and everything like that? And they really had that open discussion on their podcast. And that's a conversation I actually appreciated. But um, and they was kind of talking about it, like, you know, like, yo, like, it's up to niggas to, like, kind of build their own legs or whatever like that. And Maul was even stating that, like, nigga, like, I mean, like, like, not like saying like oh fuck Joe Buttons, but like like nigga, I don't need this podcast to be successful. Like you know what I'm saying? Like same thing, same situation with Rory. Like I mean, there are two successful stamps that can stand on their own and still find ways to be successful within this game. If if you were ever listening to Joe Button podcast, then you kind of know how it started. It started with Paul. Uh, I mean, uh, well, um, Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg, Hot ninety seven, Marissa and Joe. That was the that was the start of the podcast. Yeah. Early- you know that that was the podcast, them three in the studio. Rory was there, but Rory wasn't a part of the podcast yet. Um, and Rory also was doing Henny Palooza. It's different motherfuckers on it because it was the John on there too. Damn. Marissa Mendez. Marissa, yeah. Marissa yeah. Mendez. And, and I remember y'all niggas used to go nuts over her. <laughs> she cool yeah. people. Um, but if so, if you listen, then you know that it it developed over time. But even then, that it's not about. Cause I mean, Rory wasn't even a part of the podcast yet, so it was obviously, and like I said, he had Henny Palooza going for him. Does being a part of the po- of the number one podcast in the world, in the country, help? Of course it do. I'm not saying it don't, but at the end of the day, he was still doing other ventures where he was successful at. With Henny Palooza, do say Palooza, so I don't think he would have needed to be on the podcast. And I think the niggas did it for fun, excuse me, and just it, it just took off. But um, I want to say that my take on the whole situation was that um. The conversation that they was having on the podcast, it was how, like, the start of the conversation was make sure that you're all friends, like, before getting into business together. 
That was the yeah. whole initial thing of the podcast. And they just happened to have be a very good example because of the situation that happened with their sound guy or the, their host that was on the show. Because they were doing the podcast, everything was was fine, well, and dandy. And then when it came down to the business side of things, that kind of that's when kind of shit got sticky. And now you see where this side, he stand on this side, and I stand on this side. So business kind of ruined that situation. So to his Joe Button was saying, make sure that you guys are all friends and not just you're just doing we're here together doing this because it's it's working for us. No, make sure that your friends outside of that so shit like that won't fuck up the chemistry and won't fuck up the podcast. And then you're out here looking searching for co-host for two months. You're trying to replace what y'all had. And that was right. kind of sitting y'all back. So and then it was a hypothetical situation that day. Like it never was no disparaging words said about Gilly and them on the podcast. They bigged them up every time I've ever heard it. Um Gilly came to the live show in Philly when Joe Button and them came and then yep. all did the yep. live show when Nick when Wallow and Gilly did they show. So it was never and for him and for Gilly to disrespect, you know, more like that, it was just it it Go ahead, Tom. It was just all I just didn't get it, bro. I just it was, didn't it get was, it. Niggas got listen, man. At the end of the day, niggas got egos, and then it's like Gilly is arguing about like who run the culture and we do like, bro. Rap niggas always try to take that rap nigga mindset and apply it to other situations. That's that's not that's not what this is, bro. You can't bring that over from the rap game into the podcast lane, bro. It, it, it don't work the same over here. It's, it's not going to work over here, and then. You saying that we run the streets and not like I kind of get where he was going with that, but you can't go ahead and say that we got the streets, we got the streets covered, and da da da. At the same time, we go in there and we and we downplay how much of like, you know, the streets ain't full. We don't. This ain't what we doing. Like, fuck, like you know what I'm saying, we don't need y'all in the streets. If we downplay and try to get people out of the streets for you to turn around and say like, we got the streets on lock. We go ahead this and that. Like, bro, like, no, like I got so much respect for for Gilly. Um, again, we don't even have to we. You don't have to. I don't have to speak on that. That goes unsaid because, like I said, he, he had he's been on our podcast before. But I just felt like that it was it was taken too far out of context, and that Gilly really didn't take time to go back and listen to what was actually said. He just went off. I he, believe he, the he same thing. Saying. And that kind of struck a nerve with me because I'm like, well, damn, Joe Bun Podcast is one of the main podcasts that really give people their flowers. Like, if you know what they what they represent to the culture, then you would know that this was not to be taken in any malice or like it. No disparaging words, like none of that. None of that was. Yo, we gonna, if we're gonna keep it 100, if it wasn't for the Joe Budden podcast, tag season podcast, uh, the Joe Budden podcast, be here. a lot of motherfuckers wouldn't be here, bro. Like a lot, we wouldn't be here. You get what I'm saying? If it wasn't for them podcasts. So for Gilly to be like, y'all only for these people, like that was, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, too. I know. I think you just said something. You don't. Have, you don't have to. You don't have to say all that, bro. I'm glad I was on mute. <laughs> all right, all right. But um, said, yeah, like I said, for the Lit Kings podcast, a lot of people wouldn't even have thought about think starting up podcasts. But at the end of the day, another conversation. At the end of the day, those street <laughs> niggas, those niggas ain't listening to podcasts. They ain't streaming your podcast every week. Them niggas is too busy. Out here doing whatever, ain't nobody. It's the people that that feels that you you're relatable, and you know what we fuck with you, so we're gonna fuck with this podcast. Like, stop trying to stop trying to aim it like you aiming towards a certain demographic. Like, y'all niggas run the, y'all got the college kids. No, them niggas is number one podcast in the country, in the maybe in the I don't see in the world, but they're probably a top three, top five podcast right now today as it stands. So I just I never get the Joe Button disrespect. I know they, they say a lot of shit from the time, but if you don't listen to them, then you never know how certain shit is meant or how it's said. Then how it comes back out when you hear it. So 
like I said, then I heard that that kind of was like, damn, I ain't really fuck with that. Like, I ain't, I ain't really fuck with that. And then we had the apology almost 20 minutes later, which is why I didn't understand. Like, Gilly, I know that you and Ma are cool. Why not just call Ma instead of just go running to the internet first? Like, I, I, that, that, I just didn't understand it at all. Cause man, like, I guess he had to, I guess he had to do it for the internet, man. He had to do it for the internet. Like, I guess. And then that's the, that's the, that's the other thing. Um, I, I started to kind of feel that vibe low key, but I'm like, no, like, I'm like, no, Gilly. I mean, I want to give Gilly the, like, I mean, the benefit of the doubt. He never gave me a reason to feel like he's anything less than a man of his word. Uh, but I, I just felt like it was a little bit like that, like a, a move almost. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, damn, like, you know I mean? It's just like a little thing to, you know, yeah, you know I mean, because you know how things just like tend to like garnish more I know type of attention because of like oh it's tension between these two or whatever like that. Like for you know, for instance, you know what they be... call that nowadays? You know what they call that nowadays? How chasing? Yeah. Yeah, That's but like for instance, when uh tax when tax and Joe was like sort of like I mean had they like underlining beefs, but like Joe kind of went out his way and still went on main man platform to kind of like yeah you know I mean show that it's like it's is 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 bigger than this but even though tax, Joe Biden walks tax, off though. But they stay yeah, but tax but that's what I'm saying. Gilly's reminding me of tax a little bit in this situation because that's what I'm saying. I don't see Gilly as pulling like a Hollywood move in this moment to do some clout okay. shit. But that's why I feel like it's more so on the tax shit, where those like, no, nah, like it might be some underlying intention we might not know. So he might have felt like he struck a chord because like as okay. as a per like I mean we always feel like on, on the come up or whatever like that, and niggas fear like, hey, like I mean Gillian them is on the come up and niggas might fear like niggas know that oh the odds is on me or whatever like that niggas have this perception. Uh it's like in the 48 laws of powers. If you don't have an enemy, you create one. You know what I'm saying? And if Joe and them is like this, like how 50 came in the game, Ja Rule, okay, I'm going to take you down. Like, you know what I mean? Blasey, blasey, and then I'm going to come big dog or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. So, um, at the end of the day. Mixed emotions, I, man. I really, I really just, like I said, didn't right. understand the Gilly shit. Um, kind of, like, I, I got it, but it still was unnecessary, uncalled for. At the end of the day, if I'm beefing with this and that, I got, I can, I'm calling Walla. Like, we ain't running to the internet. I'm calling you. Yo, you know I'm saying we had that conversation, and we'll we'll leave it there behind the scenes. It, didn't have, it doesn't have to get out. Nobody else has to know. And now people think that I'm doing this and that for clicks or for all that. And that's the last thing you want today's era on the internet. So people right. Do anything for attention. So yeah, like I said, I kind of didn't. They kind of did. Kind of rub me the wrong way. But in the day, I got so much respect for Gilly Wallow Joe Bun Podcast. Uh, but in the day, we're here. We're, we're going to talk if you doing something or some substance and it comes back to as a topic on our show then that means that's something that's a good thing like podcasts are made to talk about stuff we have to create conversation we have to create content we got to appeal to our listeners so it's not like we're speaking out of it because we just want to talk about it. let's talk about these niggas like no this is what we do this is the literally the essence of a podcast like to talk about what motherfuckers not going to talk about Right, it's your thoughts and opinions and 
things of that nature and he's being free flowing this is the reason why niggas is all turning over the podcast instead of radio so you don't it, it, it takes away feeling like you got to have yo the we like 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 the conversation we had with our homie the other day it's like even though we homies and stuff like that i don't need to feel like yo even if I feel like I'm about to say something about you that I think it might cause a strain in our relationship, sometimes I feel like I might need to reach out or whatever like that, depending on how crazy it is or whatever. Or I might reach out afterwards if you feel like you was touched by it because I didn't think it was that big or something right. for me to reach out to you in the moment. You see what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, as, as man to man, if we if we have that type of relationship or whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? Especially if our numbers is in each other's phones and shit like that. Oh yeah, I'm going to reach out. Oh, Oh, you, you you felt the way about what I said. Listen, man, as man to man, listen, I apologize, but this is something that I wasn't had even like I'm not even even to this day, as 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 all 17 of my fucking names, whatever I say on this podcast, I will I will not hesitate to say to a motherfucker, like to them, off air to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, look, this was my sorry for my misunderstanding or whatever the hell it was or whatever X, Y, and Z. If a person confronts me and feel like they have a problem with with our have ever said on this because a lot of people we're going to talk about especially with us on the come up we don't know them or we don't have that personal relationship and some of them we're starting to build those relationships with through like constantly touching here and there and going out to the situations we've been involved doing so it's like you know what i'm saying and and we've even if you hear from our old podcasts into where we are at now like We've even starting to learn how to tread water a little bit differently on how we express our feelings about certain things because now we're more tangible to these motherfuckers now. Like you know what I'm saying exactly. Um. So yeah, that was basically that was it. That's um how I how I thought of the situation. Um. Hopefully, well, good to see that they did hash everything out. Shout out to all. Um. For go ahead and and taking the That's definitely right. Ahead. That's definitely good. Uh. And shout out to them, man. Shout out to both podcasts. Um. Definitely. Definitely. We need we need both podcasts around. Definitely, it's enough room at the table for all of us to eat, man. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, seriously. Well, let's stay. Let's stay, man. We got a lot of we got a lot of shit going on. Um, y'all, let me not see y'all, man. We got we got we got (laughs) cool. We got Coolie out here, man. Um, I just I I don't know what Coolie's underlying beef is with meat, but here we are again. Back in, the, I think this might be the third or fourth time we've seen this. Um, like, I don't get this shit either, bro. Let me ask you a question, though. I'm lost. When did, when did the city turn their back on Meek? Or, or am I missing something? The city didn't turn their back on Meek. It's just that Philly is a bunch of dick riders. Like, we, we. What do we you love. mean by that? Like not the you, internet, but the what internet. I mean by the oh, internet. What is the internet saying? Like why, why are they turning their back on me? Well, go ahead. As of late, Meek Meek is very vocal on Twitter. Meek says whatever he wants, whatever is on his mind, and that has grown. That has that has got a lot of negative, like I guess, mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Yeah, with some of the stuff he says. And I mean, I get it. Like I said, like we explained last week when Meek is talking, sometimes you go off on a tangent or he'll say some shit that makes sense to him and may not make sense to us. But okay, fuck it. It's what it's Twitter. He's admitted it. It's Twitter. He's admitted it. But um, I seen Meek tweet, yo, I fuck with the positive vibes I'm getting from Baltimore lately. <laughs> yeah, man. That's dope. Yo, man. To them which, Quilly replied and said, stop dicking. To them which, it went on Philly Scoop Hall. 
So then, which I read the comments of people saying, yeah, that was some dicky and that shit. Meek be dicky. And uh, I'm just looking like, did I miss something? Like, what, what part of the tweet was like the dicky part? Like, bigging up bro. City for being on some positive shit? Like, bro, I, I, and the crazy part is, I don't know if I said this clearly enough last last week, but nigga, I, I, I said that Takashi shit was going to backfire, bro. The Takashi shit is going to backfire as far as like niggas' morality and like how they feel because it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, 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 dog, like you don't have to. I think that you allow yourself to be a target of the internet slander when you just put yourself out there to exposure like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I felt like he was just, it was just going to be a negative vibe around him after he made the comments that he, he, he started to make and he had to pull back. Yeah, That's why I, I think just, it stems from. What do y'all think about Quilly right now? Like, what do y'all, what do y'all think this, do y'all think, do y'all pay in this any credence, like anything into this Quilly, every time Meek says something, Quilly says Yo, something? Quilly, Quilly is fucking clout chasing. He's dick riding. He's dick eating. Like, why, why... Does Meek bigging up Baltimore has anything to do with you, bro? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, what what does that have to do with you, dog? Like, for him to even say a nigga is dicky. Like, I, don't I think Quilly should like, be Quilly, Quilly. Quilly, I think is is at a point of where he, I feel as though he's feel as though that like he's starting to pass his prime, and as talented as a rapper he is, he feels as though that like I mean, even with amongst the ranks and even in the city, like in the city, like he's not revered. He feels as though he should have the, the same credence and the the same accolades as Meek. Is that, somewhat on the street on the street level. Is so that Meek fault is that Quilly fault? Quilly's and then it's like every every chance Yo, what accolades should Quilly have? I mean, bro, I'm not going to sit here and act like, I mean, no no matter, no personal shit or whatever like that, I'm not going to sit here and act like Bull not a good rapper. Like, Bull's definitely... We all know that, though. We all rapper. know that. We've been okay, saying that for right. like, 15 right. years. Rapper, bro. Like, we know how dope... Like, like, yo, you know how many good rappers are in, that's in Philly? A I lot. understand that, but who's who Who has the, who has the, 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 the longevity of Quilly? The longevity of doing what? Of still putting out hot shit. Bro, do he put out hot projects or he just might hit you with a song here and there? Quilly. Bro, he's, bro, bro, Quilly, like, like, niggas that listen to Quilly, bro, like, like, Quilly's a good rapper, bro. Like, like, the last Hands and Money shit was, what was was the last project he put out? Hands and Money? The Hands and Money shit? And when was that? Couple months ago, like probably. last year, mm-hmm. it was a couple months ago. Like last year, I think it was last year. Tell me, tell me a song off that joint. My favorite song. Bro, on I don't know, bro. I'm my not. Favorite, I do have a favorite song. That's not my cup of tea, bro. I do have a favorite song. That's not my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? But from the shit that I'm hearing from it, bro, because I'm not trying to sit here and like I don't fuck with Quilly. But what I'm saying here, saying is like, what fucking accolades does he deserve over Meek? Like, what the fuck? Like for him, nobody's saying that, bro. You just said he believes 
He should be spoken He's of in the, in same the realm breath. of the belief that he should have. I'm not saying this is, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying this is fact, but how he's if acting that's the case, I feel Cassidy like. Should, Cassidy should feel the same way, right? You think he don't? Oh, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure that we having the same respect on the same energy for these for these type of rappers. You think what about George Cassidy? Cassidy and me? What that is? Cassidy what about George Head? Is George Head better than uh than Quilly? Now I, I don't know. Bro, like 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 how you gonna bring up like I mean no what about Reed? Joey, what about Reed? How, 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 about Reed? how you even bringing up Joey right now, bro? How about Reed? Like, even to read, bro. Like, bro, Reed is still playing out. Quilly, Quilly has been out rapping all these niggas that you're talking about, and I'm not trying. It's no disrespect to none of them. Yeah, it's no disrespect He's to right. none of them. He's right. But after okay. Meek, after Meek, after Meek catapulted, only nigga that's been steady, consistent is Quilly, bro. He's right. Quilly has been steadily consistent throughout I'm the years, and and okay. and none of his projects is corny, even though it's not my cup of tea to listen to. Is is none of his projects are corny. I cannot say the the Bulls are corny rapper, like you know what I'm saying. Okay. But, but at the same time, it's kind corny. of the same. I, I have the same. I, I have the same. Want, I, I have the same feelings towards him. How the industry corny. feels towards the baby. How niggas be saying, "Oh, the baby got the same flow." That's how I feel about Quilly. I feel like I'm a hear. I heard the same project that he put out from Headshot Days. I feel like I'm still hearing the same shit. That's the only reason why I haven't really. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but if I put on some Quilly, I'm guaranteeing you, like I'm gonna listen to the whole song because it's gonna catch me. You know what I'm saying? I'm. It's just that it's not something that I'm trying to. I'm going to because I'm just not in that. I'm not in that vibe. But to the niggas that listen to him, bro, bro like right. you know I mean, that's why he's saying he should be like he should not say in industry wise, but far as his 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 respecting, like you know I mean, far as how how niggas argue about the king of New York, who's the king of fucking Philly for real, for real. Cause honestly, Gilly. I mean, even though Gilly did uh, uh, has the self-proclaimed title or whatever like that. Where we going? Saying no, uh, we we gotta speak real shit, bro. If we gonna speak no, real I shit on our podcast, we gonna speak real shit. I mean, Gilly has, far as music wise, Gilly has not been putting out projects like that every for for a while. I mean, I mean, he puts out music here and there or whatever like that because he's at that like street level wise, like uh, uh the 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 OG status. Like I mean. Like where he could put out music whenever the fuck you feel like it. Like you know what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, who's really the king of Philly? There isn't. You see what I'm saying? And we don't we don't really have those debates or try to argue for that title because whatever our fucking market is saturated compared to New York. You see what I'm saying? So even they low tier artists that aren't fucking with ours, these I mean, no disrespect to the little TJs, the A boogies and different things like that. But like our niggas really rap out here, bro. Be, and we got the melodic niggas out here. You see what I'm saying? But our market value doesn't skyrocket like theirs unless a nigga breaks out. Thus, you have the Sim Santanas and the Leaf Wards or whatever like that. And then this is when they could start to have the conversation. But even throughout them, we don't have that conversation amongst them. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's like they make good music, but it's like arguably like who's really the best rapper out of them niggas for real. Well, for real, for real. I don't know as far as the king of... And personally, none of them niggas is still touching Quilly when it comes to rapping, even though I don't even listen to Quilly. I listen to them niggas, but none of them niggas is touching Quilly when it comes to rapping. When it comes to rapping? When it comes to rapping, bro, ain't none of them niggas touching Quilly, bro. Like, sorry, you talking about, like, honestly speaking. 
As you talking about like freestyling, that's like rap, they they might put better. They they put together better songs, and that's Quilly's problem. They they put together better songs. This is why you have I all these niggas steady in rotations. Hmm? freestyle. I mean, I'm just talking about bars. Period. Uh, bring bars, back, like, let's bring this back to to center topic. Do y'all feel as though, like, do we feel? Well, I'm going to get my 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 take on it. Um, with, as far as the Quilly shit, I just feel like um, I don't know what type of of um love I guess. Quilly seeing, I don't actually. I don't think he's chasing anything, anything from the people. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's looking for any like credibility from us because, like you said, Gunna, we all know Quilly can rap. Like we've been doing that for fifteen years now. Yes, bro, you can rap. But there's also some things surrounding Quilly that people don't. Um, that people do attach to him. Where it's like, but yeah, you can rap. But yeah, but you did this and this and that and stuff like that. So we can't really hold you to a certain regard. Uh, we can't put you on like a certain level or a certain plateau as uh, we put like a Meek or a Uzi or whatever like that because of this on your name. And that's just how Philly chooses to look at it um, as a whole. But Somebody called him the Philly Takashi. As far as the Meek thing, I kind of don't hey, know. I've definitely been saying that. <laughs> Unless it's some, it's some like in-house shit like, or some shit that's like going on internally that we don't know about. I don't know where the beef comes from because like a couple years ago, I just seen Quilly with Meek in the um one of the video shoots or whatever. And then we go and back to this and it's flip flopping back and forth. Yo. So I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what Quilly's whole thing is. But honestly, I don't like to see it, um, especially not around this time. I mean, cool. Uh, if we're gonna do some competitive shit for sport, y'all gonna rap or whatever. But all the extra shit, it's just I don't really, you know, I don't really. Meek see is it. not fucking rapping against Quilly. He's not. And I see people saying give him the same attention, get at the same attention you gave the six nine shit, bro. Why is Meek ever gonna? Go down to even look at what Quilly is saying and bring it to the forefront for y'all. Like, y'all Bro, like how that's she, why I hate the internet sometimes, man. It, it don't make any sense. It's, I, sometimes I gotta remember that I'm on the internet too. Like, I'm like, yo, bro, do y'all really not like, know what the fuck we going on? He ain't gotta do what the fuck they want him to do, bro. Exactly. Right, you know not, but at the end of the day, I just feel like at Philly, bro, as Philly here, like I, sometimes they like, they just flip flop so much. Like Matt was saying, like. Philly niggas just hate. They want to see like Meek been on top for so long. So now they want to see like give Quilly the confidence boost to go ahead and I see somebody <laughs> like, like, hey, shit gonna happen. It's it's just weird to me, bro. It's, it's just weird to me. But the thing know. is, though, I just want Quilly to put out music, bro. Just put out good music, bro. And if we like it, you will know that we like it. Like you don't, whatever is it on the internet, bro. You don't have to do this shit. You really don't. But also, I I I, I can't say this, and this is. To play devil's advocate, and only reason like why is also a, a, a issue more so with Quilly is because, like you're saying, like like you know what I mean, the nigga, like you're not really the voice that should be saying this shit, like you know what I'm saying or whatever, and you know what I mean you should, and especially going that fucking meek or whatever. But I think if never mind. I should just win, win. <laughs> See, you started going down a fucking rabbit hole and shit. Stay oh, one of losing this train of Oh, thought. that's what it was. No, 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 no. My fault. My fault. That's what it was. But if we think about it, how long has how well when did me when did me officially like a when did, when can we say he officially broke out? Because we we know he got on um oh, what's he, got, he got on what we ain't got no he got on with Grand Hustle, bro. He got on with Grand Hustle. He got on with Grand Hustle. 
then that, when Meek finally popped off with, with MMG and all that, and Meek started to catapult. Now, as we go on, how many years has that been? And and I guess the only shed light can we say is when has the, like, I mean, it's been a, a flare of New York niggas, me, me flare of Atlanta question. niggas. It's only been Meek. I see that. So do y'all so do y'all do y'all attest that to Meek? Like are y'all saying that and I, what so you trying to say? I do attest that to Meek not coming back. Cause I seen people say that, like, what do Meek do for Philly? As far as Philly artists, bro, he doesn't have to I go think that's what's starting cousin? to be the thing because it's like everybody oh. is starting to see how niggas is getting ushered in, bro. Because that's like I see even to little saying. TJ's, yeah. even to little TJ's argument. To Lil TJ's argument when he sat on the live with oh Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and all this other stuff, niggas don't want to work with each other. It's that that mentality or whatever like that. Everybody know that we got a crab in the barrel. We do. But the thing is though, like that's what they saying is like nigga, like who else have you ushered in? Like you know what I'm saying. And even though the lane, the lane has been open, like you know what I'm saying, I'm pretty. Sure, I know me personally has co-signed a lot of motherfuckers. Yes. Philly motherfuckers. But okay, you know if I co-sign saying? you, if I co-sign you, is it my job to to lead to, to make like, sure your career goes off the way it should? Like exactly, no, co-sign you know is is we had the conversation with Fat G's too on the podcast when when his situation with me, we were saying that like what happened after that or whatever. And he kind of explained it like, yep. yeah, like, Meek don't owe me that. Like to keep the co-sign was good enough. He don't owe me a whole. Oh yeah, that's exactly. keeping you like nigga. That's my job to do that. Like I'm supposed to catch the ball. It's where I'm your hustle and your grind is. I'm supposed to take the hand off and, and run with it. Now I got to score the touchdown. So it's like, well, I don't know why people look at or why they think Meek owes so much back. Like I get it, the, the the support system and the stability in Atlanta right now is like fucking amazing. Like Atlanta might have, might be on top as far as the music music industry goes and has been for probably last fifteen years. But that's that's not going to change with just one person, bro. And I'm pretty sure Meek is not. It's not like Meek is holding anyone else back here. Like he's not telling you you can't get on. He's not restricting nobody from getting right. on. It's just, it hasn't happened yet. It's not the right time for you. So keep working, bro. They want Meek to bring the niggas to paperwork, get on the tracks, <laughs> bring bro. the producers, all that shit, man. I don't understand, bro. I don't. I really don't understand. You got to get on the track with them, sign them, all that, give them their first bag, the events, all that shit, man. Bro. And then that's how we know. They want, they, they, really they, want me, they want Meek to make another state property, man. Yeah, listen. <laughs> What's that for y'all? I don't, I don't know what they want, man. I don't know what the people want. But um, that I mean, was that's that not was a bad idea, though. That's yeah. I mean, we need three percent if that was that ever happened, though, Boosie. Man, we ain't getting. Yeah, man. Man. We ain't even getting a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nigga said like we're gonna get a hat. Bring back them cotton sleeve dream chaser jackets. That's um damn. Let's go ahead and switch uh. Move on, man. Um, anything else I wanted to add before we go ahead and get into uh, me and Boosie had one go to our little insecure talk because I'm not going to watch the episode because we're recording right now that comes on at night or yesterday. When right, we right, right, right. Well, <laughs> come on, we might, we might can make it, man. All right, got ten, see. we got ten minutes. If you seen, now I'm gonna, I know you don't watch Insecure. You should though. But Boosie, tell me about last week because I want to ask you about um, how do you feel about the situation with Molly and Easton, man? Like what's going on with them? Well, Molly, like the beef between, I don't know what's going on. Like, Molly on some it's weird like shit. A, it's, yeah, Molly got a boyfriend now. You get what I'm saying? And the last week's episode was kind of, I don't know. Like, basically, Molly said, yo, basically, the whole beef is about 
Molly hitting up her boyfriend, you know, to help her get uh to get a to get a local artist to come help her at her at her joint. Mm-hmm. Molly said, "No, I don't want to do that." Molly wound up, I mean, Issa wound up hitting up, you know, his roommate, and then he hit him up to do it, and they did it to do it. To which I seen, I didn't see an issue with that, because at the end of the day, Issa knowing Nathan first is how Molly got to know uh her boyfriend. I forgot his name, the Asian guy. That's how they got introduced. So it's like. I didn't. I really. I really haven't. Like Molly been on some bullshit all season. I'm, I ain't so far. We're only five episodes for, and she's been on bullshit all year. I'm really not feeling her vibe and shit. But do you feel as though Molly was wrong there, or Issa was wrong there? Molly for saying that you shouldn't have went behind my back and did that, or Issa for saying, "Bro, I knew him kind of like I knew him before y'all kind of was even doing all that." So how the fuck? Like what you talking about? Well, they both. They both was in the wrong. Because say like hypothetically, bro, if me and you talking, I mean not me and you talking, but say if uh I met a John through you, uh-huh. right? I met a John through you, and you hit me up talking about yo, bro, uh, I need you know I need your girl or whatever such such, and I say yo, bro, I ain't really trying to use my girl for certain shit. You know what I mean like I ain't with all that shit. And you hit her homegirl up and get her to do that shit. I don't know. As a man, I'd probably be cool. I don't know. I don't think I'd be like, I'd probably be cool about this shit. But I'd still be on some nigga. I told you don't do that goofy shit, but you wind up doing it anyway. But after I seen how the whole event went down, I wouldn't be mad. I like that shit. At the end of the day, it was some like, something major. Like, it was a big ass thing for Issa to, to get done. Like, and she really needed that. Like, I can see it. Like, it was some life or death shit, like, basically, for her. Like, that was a real, real big moment in her fucking career. Yeah, like, she, she really would have been. She really needed that. So, I don't see the big deal. Like, you just, I think that Molly just wants some shit now because she, she trying to protect her, what she got going on. But at the same time, she's she been a She finally terrible, got a man. She finally got a man. She's been a terrible friend. And some women, well, I can't speak for women. I don't know. But, you know, we've seen it before. They don't know how to separate like they gotta separate the two, I guess. Like, and it's just it's like it's not it's not playing out well for for their friendship on this year. And yes, we watching the real misogynistic over there. I know that's why I had to, I had to kind of switch gears. I was about to say. So you me. thinking you thinking their friendship is going to end after this season? For sure, I do. Where do you where do you see uh, my man coming in at? Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, because he ain't with congestion no more. So. Um, that's like I don't know, but I definitely see him coming back in the mix, but by the end of the season, definitely I I see it unless some other shit happened where Daniel come back or whatever I don't know unless Issa gets put into a some type of situation I definitely see my man Lawrence coming back in for the you know what I'm saying Buzz and Beauty. My thing is my thing with this Lawrence situation is it's like all right I'm getting tired of them pussyfooting around. Are you get what I'm saying? Like, if y'all gonna get back together, all right, get back together. And now, how is it gonna be after that? Like, is they gonna stay together? Are they gonna wind up breaking up again? Like, oh, you know what? We shouldn't have did this shit. And it's like, I'm tired. I'm starting to get fed up with the Lawrence storyline. Um, it's it's been interesting to see. Um, but definitely, I I, I do see where you're going with it. Definitely, I'm not mad at that. But I guess we just had to wait and see how they draw it up. Because because well, what were we on season four? Season four. They've been broken up since you know, season. 
Yeah, they've been broken up since season one, and they just been, you know, just get back together at this fucking point. Right. Um. So when y'all hear this, y'all have already seen. We probably have already seen it too. The new episode. So we'll tell them how that goes for next week's episode when we come back on the podcast for our next episode. So, but as far as the podcast, all I had for uh, today. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna watch this uh, shit. Watch it, bro. Yo, before before we leave, um, I just want to make sure. Uh, have y'all been watching the Michael Jordan doc? Because next week I am going to want to talk about it. All ten episodes going to be done. So. Yeah. I've been catching it here and there. I ain't been watching. Uh, 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 the last Jones air tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, last two air tonight as well. Right now. Oh yeah, my fault. Um. Yeah. Nah, man. Uh. Oh. Not to uh shed light on ball, but interesting is something situational around it. Before we get up out of here, just to get your thoughts on it. Um. Interesting enough. Uh. Main man tried to bring out a rap sheet on Snoop Dogg saying that, like, you know, Snoop Dogg evidently must have had it. I'm not even situation. giving that shit no energy, bro. So No, I'm 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 talking about I'm talking about more so in the shadow of the light of how would you view, even though we already I mean, that shit falsified anyway, but uh how would we view certain motherfuckers if Possibly, he do start actually releasing shit that's right, like real all, legitimate paperwork on other motherfuckers I, that we prepared. Right, first, all right, first of all, one nothing he releases credit is credible because the first shit he already talked about is fake. Second of all, he's with first. Second of all, he's with the fucking police, so he's I'm not, not going to release him. nothing. I'm not He's talking not about him. Really I'm just talking about like I'm just talking about in the emphasis of I'm just talking about for instance of like how would you feel about if certain motherfuckers like you all find out certain motherfuckers I know all the motherfuckers I fuck with is real niggas, so I don't even gotta worry about none of that. I'm not giving no energy. Boosie, so Boosie y'all go ahead. Went go. Oh, 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 Boosie went in. Oh, 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 it came oh, out a real don't, nigga. Don't, Gucci went don't. in. Came out a real nigga. My man Hove went up. My man Hove went on the stand and came out a real nigga. Like so, all the real motherfuckers I fuck with. Yeah, yeah. You ain't. You, I ain't even got to worry about none of that. I don't know if you want to give Boosie too much credibility right now, man. Your man in hot water. What? I don't know if you want to give Boosie too much credibility right now. He, your man is in hot water. No, my man Boosie ain't in no hot water. Yeah, we good on this. No, your man is in some some fish grease right now. About oh, no, I wish I wish my dad would have got me some fucking head when I was uh becoming a teenager too. What the fuck was you talking about? Y'all niggas tripping, man. Like I tweeted, man. If y'all was real Boosie fans, y'all have been heard that shit. That shit is old. That shit is old. He been said that shit. Like that shit is old shit, man. Fuck is you talking about? You wouldn't want no head becoming 13? Nigga, bro. stop with the bullshit, man. Stop with the bullshit, bro. Stop with the bullshit, bro. <laughs> I was beating my dick at 12. Yes, I wanted some head, nigga. Becoming 13. Yes, nigga. Fuck is you talking Whoa. about? I was fucking. You think kids nowadays? You think kids nowadays not fucking? You oh, think they not getting head? Come on, man. Hey, yo, yo, pop. Pop, I'm turning 13. Yeah, had a stripper come in. Yes, bro. yes. Let's get this shit rocking. Bro, bro. My dad is boosie. I'm popping. Yes. Okay. 
are you looking at that the same way with your 13 year old or 12 year old daughter man yo now you drawing see now i'm drawing but this is the this is this is how you have to look at things. We look at things with such a a one-sided lens because we're males, bro, and we don't get the misogynistic reality of certain shit, bro. Like, yo, hate to be the party pooper, bro. But yeah, we got to say some real shit sometimes. Like, yeah. But like, bro, like, I mean, that's 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 neither here nor there. Like, my personal feelings about that shit, but like, you know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, yo, Tom. Like, we don't understand. Cam every- some head on his 13th birthday? Nah. Nah. Damn. Yeah, I was like, I'm about to say, yeah, about to say nah. top, please speak wisely on this topic. <laughs> I'm good. I'm always gonna speak wisely, bro. Trust me. I know I know I know what microscope we under, bro. We good. Yeah, we're gonna bow out gracefully. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yo, but, man, uh, listen. If you haven't, go stream our playlist streaming right now on Spotify, Lily Speaking Podcast, uh Philly. We got we gotta name it some type of thing instead of just saying our playlist. We gotta we gotta find a catchy name or something to go here along with it. But um I mean, I'm singing about playlist. You know Go stream it. Philly Look vibes, you know what I'm um, if you want to go ahead and try to get a submission on the next next nice. month's uh, 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 playlist, you know, DM the page at Literally Speaking Pod. Uh, follow us at Literally Speaking Pod. At time, I don't have to tell you. Time flies. Boosie one five two. You probably have you want to spell it. Shout out to Rap Snacks. Um, who else am I? Who else am I missing? Shout out to everybody. Listen, last week episode two, I didn't do nothing. I did that. Shout out to everybody. Yes. on Spotify, Apple. Keep running it up. Um, we gonna figure out the next battle shit we gonna do because now I feel as though we owe it to y'all. To find, Gunner gotta be in it. Yeah, somewhere. we gonna have to. We gonna figure it out. If if Gunner and Boosie got a tag team together because I'm just that good, we gonna we gonna figure it out. <laughs> yo yo, listen, my man, you had your hype man in the back and everything, nigga. They had my man. With Fuck the that. Hey yo, Fuck that. No, I might I, I, I might have to show up in the booth with Boosie, man. Listen, hey, I might yo, have to show gotta, up in the booth with Boosie. Make gotta. sure my sound comes through straight. Gotta. Let's do it. Yo. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, man. You was playing in them jeans last time. I don't think ain't no more room in that booth, man. <laughs> Listen, let's do it. Let's but do yo, it. We can do, do mixtapes. We can do hip hop. We can do, oh, we can switch to 2020s now. Now you want to do 2010s and it shit. It got to be of the same era. It's going to be a better. Good, good you ain't going to mock me, nigga. We, we might have hey, to do gotta. something like, yeah, some, you. My man, fuck that, man. Something. You know what to do. We're going to talk about this shit off air, nigga. It's the Kings, nigga. <laughs> <laughs>